Welcome to MTZ Overflow Podcast. In this sermon episode, Reverend Dr. Marcus Allen is preaching from the title, It's All Coming Together, in the sermon series, Preaching the Word of God. We're glad you're here. Amen. If you have your Bibles, turn with me to Ezekiel chapter 37, starting at verse 1. If you're able to stand, please stand in reverence to reading God's holy word. Ezekiel chapter 37, starting at verse number 1. Amen. We are thankful and just grateful for everyone today. Amen. It's so good to see your faces mean and partial faces, amen, um, being in worship, amen. Ezekiel chapter 37, verse number one, and the Bible reads, the hand of the Lord came upon me and brought me out in the spirit of the Lord and set me down in the midst of the valley, and it was full of bones. Then he caused me to pass by them all around, and behold, there were many There were very many in the open valley, and indeed, they were very dry. And he said to me, Son of man, can these bones live? So I answered, O Lord God, you know. Again, he said to me, prophesy to these bones and say to them, O dry bones, hear the word of the Lord. Thus says the Lord God to these bones, surely. I will cause breath to enter into you and you shall live. I will put sinews on you and bring flesh upon you, cover you with skin and put breath in you and you shall live. Then you will know that I am the Lord. So I prophesied as I was commanded and as I prophesied, there was a noise and suddenly a rattling And the bones came together, bone to bone. Indeed, as I looked, the sinews and the flesh came upon them, and the skin covered them over, but there was no breath in them. Also, he said to me, prophesy to the breath, uh, prophesy, son of man, and say to the breath, thus says the Lord, come from the four winds, O breath, and breathe on these slain that they may live. So I prophesied as he commanded me, and the breath came into them, and they lived and stood upon their feet, an exceeding great army. Then he said to me, Son of man, these bones are the whole house of Israel. They indeed say our bones are dry, our hope is lost, and we ourselves are cut off. Therefore, prophesy to them, thus says the Lord. Behold, O my people, I will open your graves and cause you to come up from your graves and bring you into the land of Israel. Then you shall know that I am the Lord when I have opened your graves, O my people, and brought you up from your graves. I will put my spirit in you. And you shall live, and I will place you in your own land, and you shall know that I, the Lord, have spoken it and performed it, says the Lord. I want to preach from the topic today, it's all coming together. It's all coming together. 
March 2020 will forever be in the minds of this generation. We witnessed a global pandemic that made the entire world come to a complete stop. Everyone was forced to stay at home and disconnect from anyone who did not live in their household. This was a strange time for us all. This pandemic, it revealed a lot of things to us. For some homes, it revealed uh, to us who who spouses really, our spouses really were. Let me say that again. For some homes, it revealed to us who our spouses really were. Amen. Many marriages suffered because they never spent time with their spouse. And when forced to, they realized they really did not like the person they were living with. This pandemic, it revealed the pain of isolation. When the stay-at-home orders were put in place, many were home alone. This pandemic revealed the value of essential workers, revealing that, revealing that it's the little man or woman that is keeping this country running. When CEOs and high-level leaders were home, it was the nurses and the doctors, the gas station attendants, and the grocery store workers that kept this country running. This pandemic revealed to parents that all these years, little Johnny's teachers were not lying on him. It is true. He talks all through class. He's often late to class, and he's unable to stay focused in class because parents had to become in-home teachers trying our best to help teach a lesson we did not have a lesson planned for. Work from home and be a parent revealed the need for school teachers, custodial workers, behavior support teams. I wish I had a witness. And Lord knows a lunch room that resides outside of your kitchen. I wish I had a witness here. This pandemic revealed, it revealed how racist our healthcare system really is. Where I live through watching my mother being refused care with, with a severe cough, shortness of breath, fever of 103, and was told by a paramedic at her house that her lungs were not functioning correctly, but because of her zip code, she was not taken to the hospital. During this same time, I was sharing my mother's story with others, and some were telling me how they received immediate care for mild symptoms because of where they lived and the color of their skin. It was during this pandemic, pandemic where we realized that when limited motion was taking place, we watched how George Floyd died in the street crying for his mother. We watched how millions risked their own lives to stand for justice and equality by participating in protests and marching. 
This was not the first time a black man was wrongfully murdered, but this time no one had anything else to watch. So it captured the attention of the entire world and revealed and revealed to us, as Dr. Freddie Haynes would say, that we have two pandemics. We are facing COVID-19 and 1619. We watched the insurrection of January 6th and the chaos at the Capitol and many black people were not angry that the mobs and the thugs were attacking the state Capitol, but we were angry because we understood that if it was a crowd of majority black people, it would have been more than one shot fired. There would not have been an excuse that we had a personnel shortage because the National Guard would have been on point at that very moment. This pandemic has revealed a lot to us. It was during the pandemic where our, our church, our outreach grew beyond what we could ever imagine. We are reaching more homes than we're able to get in the building. It's during the pandemic where our church members committed to themselves to giving to ensure the operations of the church continue so much that we were able to burn our mortgage in the middle of a pandemic. That, 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 that we were able to, to pay off our mortgage and now uh, Mount Zion is the biggest building on the block and we're debt free. I wish I had a witness here. We're debt free. We have a newly paved parking lot. We have solar panels on the roof and we're preparing to build a family life center only because of our faith in God in the middle of some chaos. It's in the pandemic where our church partnered with Anissa's Family Therapy and, thought and started a free behavioral health clinic in the heart of the south side of Madison. It's during the pandemic where Mount Zion lived out its value of lifting our community, giving food to people and paying people's bills and being the church not just on Sunday morning, but Monday through Sunday, this pandemic. It has revealed that even though things are crumbling all around us, God has a way of sustaining us in the midst of it all. And I am thankful that it, is, it was revealed that in the midst of a global chaos, the church can still stand. So now, so now as restrictions have been lifted, many have decided to come outside. Amen. Fellowship is happening more. People are getting vaccinated and some are feeling safe to gather after all of the initial chaos, the separation, the uncertainties we endure. We can shout because it's all coming back together. Yeah, may not be happening quick. This is a slow process, but thanks be to God, he's bringing us back together again. So the question today is, what causes everything to come back together? Well, number one, the Lord provides life in dead situations. The Lord, he provides life in dead situations. Here in the text, God is presenting a vision to Ezekiel about the future status of the nation of Israel. And at this time, Israel is in captivity under the control of the Babylonian Empire around 597 B.C. 
Ezekiel is a prophet who was the voice of God to the people. And the Bible says that the hand of the Lord was upon Ezekiel, brought him out uh, in the spirit of the Lord. And Ezekiel is being led by the spirit of God into a place uh, of a valley. And not only was it a valley, but it was a valley full of bones. And not only was it a valley full of bones, but it was a valley full of dry bones, which suggests the bones had been there a long time. But I don't know about you, my brothers and sisters, if I am being led by the Spirit, I don't want to go to a valley. Y'all not feeling me? I, I, I wouldn't desire to be in a place where dead people reside. Y'all not feeling me here. My hope would be to be led to green pastures and still waters. But sometimes following God's lead will take you to some places you do not desire. Let me say that one more time. Sometimes following God's lead will take you to some places you do not desire. But when you know God is leading you, you have the faith. If you brought me here, you can keep me here. Have I got a witness here? Anybody have that testimony that God has taken you to some places you did not desire, some places you did not want to go, but when when you showed up, God's spirit beat you there before you ever made it to that place. And what others thought was unbearable, God gave you the grace to handle it. Ezekiel, he's in the valley of dry bones. And many of us can relate to the prophet. We have been in some situations that uh, are completely and utterly uh, 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 full of death. And dryness. Death and dryness. Initially, this was my view of COVID. This is a view we can have with the systemic racism in our nation. This is a view of death and dryness uh, that may be uh, how we look at uh, some of the things that's going on around us. That it's nothing but death and dryness. It may even be the view of how your bank account looks. Just dry and dying. I wish I had a witness here. The words that define this state of death and dryness is simply hopeless and despair. I use these words because the valley is full of bones. It suggests that no one thought enough of the dead to bury them. dry and death. Ezekiel is in this dark, dry, and dead place. He's walking around the valley, and he declares the valley is full of bones, and they're very dry, signifying they have been in the same place for a very long time. And while Ezekiel is evaluating the bones, God asked him a God question. God asked him a God question question. He, he says, can these bones live? Ezekiel responds, Lord, you know. 
as, as a response to the question Ezekiel suggests, this is not a question that I can answer. Lord, only you can answer that. I wish I had a witness. Ezekiel suggests that this question is beyond my abilities to discern, but Lord, you know. Ezekiel is saying only God can bring life to a dead situation. God, God, it was you who spoke in the beginning and created the heavens and the earth. God, it was you who allowed the children of Israel to walk on dry ground as they walked through the Red Sea. God, it was you who empowered the prophets to raise the dead. God, it was you who took man and made woman. And it was you who told the waters it can go only this far in the land. You can go this far. God, it was you. Only you can answer that question. This was a God question. And yes, Ezekiel, he inspires us all that no matter how bad the situation look, only God can provide life. I'm only depending on God. When I'm sick, he can heal me. When I'm broke, he can pay my bills. When I'm lonely, he can comfort me. When I'm weak, he can strengthen me. When I'm down, he can lift me. When I'm lost, he can guide me. When I'm traveling, he can lead me. Only God can do that for me. God tells the prophet, speak to the bones. God tells him to speak to something that could not speak back to him. Ezekiel tells the bones what God tells him to say. God will put breath in you. You will live. You get flesh. It'll cover you in skin and, and breath will be in you and you shall live and you shall know that I am the Lord. As the preacher began preaching, the Bible says he began to hear some noise. He, he's preaching to the bones. And while he's preaching to the bones, the bones begin to believe the words of the preacher. And, and while, help me today, God, and while he's preaching, the bones start to make some noise. Noise, that, and it happened that, that things just begin to come together. I wish I had a witness here. The, 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 the ankle bone or the foot bone to the ankle bone, the old preacher would call the road. The ankle bone to the what shin bone. I'm not a doctor. A shin bone to the, to the hip and the knee and, and the hip to the, to the spine and the spine to the shoulders and the shoulders to the arms and the hands and, and, and the head. He, he, he begins to hear things coming together while he was preaching the word of God. This proves to us all that there's power in the preached word of God. Have you ever showed up in church and felt dry, defeated, and seemed as if you were in a dark valley, but after hearing the word of God being preached to you, it gave you hope that I can go on just a little bit farther. Have you ever showed up in church, you felt down and defeated, you felt like you couldn't make it, but you heard the preacher say, I can do all things through Christ that gives me strength, and it gave you a little more hope to keep 
keep on going. You came in church uh, and you know what it feel like that your body was sick, but you heard the preacher say, by his stripes, uh, I am healed. You came in church uh, and you kept like you was not going to make it, but you heard the preacher testify, greater is he that is in me than he that's in the world. It's the word of God. It's the word of God. That brings life to dead situations. And I'm so thankful that we can be here today. I'm thankful for our AV and communication team that in the midst of COVID-19, every Sunday you all was able to hear the preach word of God. Have I got a witness here? It was not a Sunday where you missed the word of God. And that's how we made it through this pandemic. And we're able to still stand because the word of God was able to be with you in your bathroom. Be with you in your bedroom. Be with you in your living room. Be with you at the mall. Be with you at the grocery store. Be with you at the gym. Because God allowed us to take the gospel from this place. It's all coming together. It's all coming together. Because God provides life in dead situations. It's coming together because the Lord provides breath in dead situations. He provides life, but he also provides breath. The Bible declares the bones came together, formed a human being, Tendons connected the bones and the skin covered the bones, but there was no breath in the bodies. They were alive, but they were not living. They existed, but they were not functional. <laughs> At this point, the people are the living dead. But I believe that God decides I cannot use the living dead. They need my spirit in order to live a, a prosperous life. Can I tell you, if we do not have the spirit of God in us, we are like these bones, alive with no strength, alive with no destination, alive with no purpose, but God desires to put his spirit in us all that we may be able to live life to the fullest. This word breath in the Hebrew is the ruah of God. It has three meanings in the English, all which are used here in this passage, breath, wind, and spirit. Often we speak of the Holy Spirit in these references of any of these forms. And Ezekiel is told to prophesy to the Ruah of God that it may inhabit these dead bones. He, he was to tell the Spirit, breathe on the slain. The 
reference to the Ruah of God here is coming from the four winds not only heightens the emphasis of the passage as it moves towards the importance of Israel having God's spirit within them, but it also speaks of a sovereign God who desires to put a little of himself in everybody. Ezekiel speaks to the spirit, the spirit breathes on the people, and three things happen when the spirit breathes. <clears throat> Number one, it, it revived the bones. Yeah, the Bible says the people lived. Uh, when, when, in the beginning, we talked about some dead, dry bones in the valley. But now the Bible says in they, the people lived. It's the spirit that brings us back to life. It's the spirit that restores us when we're broken. And I don't know about you, every day I'm praying for revival. I'm praying that God would awaken something new in me that I'll seek after him more and more. So the spirit, it, it, it revives us, but the spirit also, it solidifies us. The Bible says they stood on their own feet. Here it is. Let me slow down on this one. The Spirit allows you to do for yourself what you've been depending on other people to do. That's why David can say, uh, uh, you can plan to talk about me or plan to destroy me, and I can be all by myself, but I've learned how to encourage myself. Wish I had a witness here. The Bible says they stood on their own feet. They didn't need a walker to hold them up. They didn't need a cane. They didn't have a wheelchair. They didn't need therapy to teach them how to walk again. But they were able to stand on their own feet. And I'm glad today that I can testify Mount Zion can stand on his own feet. It revives, it solidifies. But finally, it strengthens spirit. We need the spirit. It revives us. It solidifies us, but it also strengthens us. The Bible says they were an exceedingly great army. Watch the text. In the beginning, it was a valley of many dry bones, but now they are an exceedingly great army. Without the spirit, we're weak. I don't know about you, but I can't handle life without God's spirit. And that's why Paul says, not by might, not by power, but by your spirit, says the Lord. Text says to, to it, this text, it really speaks to the issue of COVID-19. This virus attacks the, the respiratory system causing people to lose their breath and suffocate to death. My, my, mother, my mother told me when she had COVID that every day she would pray, God, breathe in me. Yes, Lord, I'm trying to keep my composure right here. I, I, I would talk to her on the phone and would listen to the many rapid short breaths that she would take just to have a conversation with me. But she said every day I prayed, Lord, 
breathing me. She, she, she said, do like you did Adam after you created him. You breathe in him, causing him to be a living being with the ruah of God inside of him. And this is the request I want all of you to leave from this sermon today. If things are going wrong in your life, tell the Lord, breathe in me. If your marriage is shaken, if your friends have betrayed you, if life has beat you down, I dare you to tell God, breathe in me. Have you ever received some bad news? It snatches the breath out of you and you feel as if you can't breathe but when you get that bad doctor to report, they say, Lord, breathe in me. When a loved one passes away, say, Lord, breathe in me. When bad news is on the phone, I dare you to just shout, Lord, breathe in me because if you don't breathe, I can't stand. It's all, it's all coming together because the Lord provides life to dead situations. It's coming together because the Lord breathes in dead situations. And finally, it's all coming together because the Lord provides hope in dead situations. The Lord provides hope in dead situations. God gives this very vivid vision to Ezekiel. And then he explains what he was trying to show him in the natural. He tells him the bones in the vision are the whole house of Israel. The bones represent the people who are in captivity. God basically declares, I've heard them. When they testified, our bones are dry and our hope is lost. And we ourselves are cut off. But, but, but Ezekiel, I need you to preach to the people. And let me say that one more time. The people says our bones are dry, our hope is lost, and we ourselves are cut off. Ezekiel, preach to the people. God is telling Ezekiel to speak to people who have been exposed and drained by the sun, left with no shade or covering. Speak to people who have tried and tried, but, but, but yet and still everything that they've tried has not worked and it has failed. Speak to people who feel as if God has turned their back on them and they feel cut off from the blessings of the Lord. And I don't know about you, my brothers and sisters, but over these past two years, I know what it means to feel dry. I've wondered would things ever change, and in some moments I felt cut off from God. But thanks be to God for the preacher, because the text proves that God is concerned about those who have these feelings. And it's the word of God that breathes on our situation and brings light in the midst of our darkness. God was confident in the preaching ability of Ezekiel to preach to the people because as he preached to the dry bones, the dry bones began to make some noise. And what was, what was separated began to come back together again. And I pray that I have this same preaching ability as Ezekiel. That while you are listening to the sermon today, it'll cause you to make some noise. Because God is bringing some things back together. 
He's bringing your marriage back together. He's bringing your mind back together. He's bringing some things back together, and this is what gives the people hope. It is the word of God, not the words of Ezekiel, but God gives the prophet some words to preach. He said, tell the people I'm opening the graves, and I'm causing them to come out of their dead places. He's telling them what's been holding you down will no longer be a barrier in your life. I'm about to turn some things around your problems that you had, that thought had you buried. I'm bringing you out. And I'm here to witness to somebody today the word of God. God is saying he's bringing you out. That debt that you have, he's bringing you out. That sickness you have, he's bringing you out. That grave that you've been in, he's bringing you out. Is there anybody in the building that can thank God that he's bringing us out? But he said, not only am I bringing you out, but I'm going to send you back to your land. I'm not going to bring you out without a place to put you in but I'm going to put you in a familiar place. I'm going to put you in a place that you know the best. I'm going to restore you back unto your land. Have I got one witness that can thank God that he'll restore the joy of my salvation. He said I'm going to bring you out of the graves. I'm going to bring you back to the land of Israel and then you would know that I I am the Lord. God was saying, I'm going to make you live. And when you live, you have a testimony. It was nobody, nobody but God that brought me out. And when you come out, you'll shout like DJ Cowdy. God did. Have I got one witness here? God did. When my body was sick. God did when my friends left me. God did when I couldn't find my way. God did in the middle of a pandemic. He allowed us to still be here today. And all of us, we have a testimony. The testimony is I'm still here. We have a testimony. I either had COVID and I overcame it or I never had COVID at all but I'm still here by the grace of the Lord we're still here God did God brought me out God healed my body God saved my soul one Friday night on a hill called Calvary he died for your sin and minds, but early Sunday morning he got up with all power in his hand because of that we can shout because all things are coming back together we've been separated for a long time But we're grateful for what God has done. He's kept us 
in the midst of it all. Thank you for joining us. We're so happy that you're here. Please continue to connect with Mount Zion Baptist Church on our Facebook page, YouTube channel, and our website, mtzlife.com. We continually put out new content, so be on the lookout and turn those notifications on. Looking forward to seeing you back here soon. Have a blessed day.